0: So here we go. You better buckle up, Monica. And a whole (laughs) new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480, WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Let's go. Friday edition of the Kenny and JT Show. And today, pinch hitting for the little guy. No, no. You know you look good in headphones. You know you've got a head coach when he looks good in headphones and a microphone. And joining us today in studio, our man Jeff Trucker Linda Smith. What's up, kid? All good, man. Great to be here. Looking forward to the next couple hours. You're a little bit too dressed up for the occasion. What gives? Hey, just I, I left the office. You know, yeah, I try to get down here as fast as I can. You you dress like that for work every day? Every day a Every shirt day. and a tie shirt
1: and tie we like shirt and ties at central for sure
0: outstanding man it's good to see you I- I happy to have you on board with us today we've only got a couple hours because we've got the high school football game tonight big one lake takes on Maslin. we'll talk about that in a little bit but i want to before we get really started into this discussion for the next couple hours i want to talk about your season quickly um it just seems like it was yesterday. We were doing the coaches' dinner at St. Huron, and here we are, season over. You're back to work on a regular basis. You guys can't even practice yet, so now what happens?
1: Yeah, well, if you talk about our season, we were 6-4, had a good year, mm-hmm. um, battled some really, really good football teams. Always? Uh, always, we did, and uh, got on a pretty good stretch in the second half of the year. Um, got a lot better defensively. We were pretty young defensively, and... Uh, had some nice wins. Went over week nine to Jackson and lost 21-14 in a real good battle oh, yeah. and uh, was the only loss of the second half of the year. Really? So, well, yeah, we won four out of five there. Um, got in the playoffs uh, uh, and went up uh, two weeks ago at Mogador in the second round and, and uh, did not play very well. First half, our kids were a little disappointed how they performed. Um, didn't execute like we have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, had a couple of uh, touchdown catches and passes, and, and just things didn't click mm-hmm. very well, and we still hung in there and had a chance to win it at the end, and uh, it just didn't happen. Uh, and sometimes that's uh, that's tough lessons to teach kids. Is you, you know, got to It's a little bit tough, and sometimes things just don't work out, but uh, we had a good year, and obviously um, we had some seniors that uh, really laid it out on the line for us, and sure. I was really, really proud of them. And uh, we only had nine seniors this year, and they all contributed. They all were great leaders, and... Uh, and they represented our program, and that's what I always try to teach you. You represent a lot of things, but uh, the Crusader program is one of them.
0: Heading into the season, the talk was all about Jack Talkington, and we found out last night, WHBC Stark County at Player of the Year, so we all knew about that, but were there any other surprises along the way? Somebody that maybe you didn't expect that really performed well and something to build on for next year?
1: Yeah, you know, we looked at our receiving core, and some of them have some experience as sophomores. Danny Boron is a kid that did a lot of punting for us. Really? Um, he played safety. He, uh, he was a wide receiver. Um, Jack Hopkins is another junior back. Jimmy Kane, our, our, I think our receiving core um, – really matured and mm-hmm. that was a big challenge you know when you have to play some sophomores the year before you, you know yeah. you're going to be in some trouble with our schedule uh and they uh, and we challenged them we challenged them to grow up we challenged them to mature a little bit um we had a couple seniors that really led by example tommy buckler alex anderson tj perkins those guys uh really kind of took those younger guys under their wings and uh and showed them what it was all about to prepare uh to understand exactly what you have to do on a field not just sometimes kids are happy on the field You know, just being on there and playing and and not understanding what their responsibility and being accountable for uh, the preparation and everything it takes to be successful. And and that group grew. They did a good job.
0: When are you able to start working again and get things back on track for next season?
1: Yeah, we're going to crank things back up in December. December 5th is uh, our weight room. We're allowed 30 days off. We we do open our weight room up. Why bother? Uh, That's Okay. It's it's all good for the coaches. Yeah, you hey, guys needed a break. Yeah, you know what? Those thirty days off and it, it's amazing. But we probably had uh, eighteen kids that were at the door in the weight room that yeah. following Monday, and they wanted to work out. You know, we can't do that. I don't have a lot of things organized. You know, Coach Bo, Linda Smith gets oh, he, he likes to work out after school, so mm-hmm. he has the door open, and some of those kids are doing their own thing. We have some wrestlers that go in there before they nice. start working out, so we'll have things organized a little bit more. December fifth formed. To do. Um, and we you're right, those three weeks before Christmas, we just want to get back mm-hmm. in, get some um, evaluations down, get some baselines in, and, and and start working on some improvement that way. But uh, we've been busy, you know. Yeah. I, and myself as a coach, uh, you know, I go back and look at every game, look at every kind of analysis. Mm-hmm. And you, you try to figure out some of the things that you did well, some of the things maybe uh, scheme wise you want to mm-hmm. change a little bit, or what teams did do a yeah. little bit more in detail. But uh, yeah, it's been a tough couple weeks, you know. Um, We had an opportunity to go on, and uh, Magador's playing on Saturday against uh, Kirtland. Yeah. And and we were hoping that maybe we could get there and and Mm -hmm. take a shot at Kirtland because they've got a heck of a program up there, and uh, it just
0: didn't work out. But uh, it's okay. Trek, what about pace? You know, when you guys won it, was it 2016, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Was there still six playoff games to a title? Five. It was five, so that's my point. We were talking about this yesterday. Is the season too long? Are the playoffs too long? I mean, how do you get yourself ready for six, five playoff games and a champion? Let's just call it six games. So now, you know, you're DeGeorge, you're more. And it's like a whole nother season, man. How do you pace yourself? How do you get ready for a long playoff run and then still have something left in the tank to win a title?
1: Yeah, and to win a title, you got to really be healthy. That's what's the hard thing about it in – You know, I heard Lake has a few kids that were injured, you know, that they have. And and you really got to be lucky, Mm -hmm. and you got to be good, and and we'll see what happens. But uh, it is a stretch, and all football guys, and you played it. You've been through the routine that you're just like this routine every day, the same kind of things. Uh, We always, by about week 9 or 10, got to back off a lot of things in practice a little bit. You know, you don't want to bang, but... When you have a young team, they take advantage. They go, oh boy, look, we're not hitting like we used to, and you start worrying about that. You know, their routines change a little bit, so you're a little bit smarter that way. Um, We always thought in the playoffs, we you know we do some sled work, we do a lot of things, banging and shoots and things. Our offensive linemen, if they don't know technique by now, Mm -hmm. they you know so you get a little bit more and you can be a little less um, individual rep wise. And a little bit more team, mm-hmm. whole line, seven on seven things is we try to get to just to be smart. But it, it does take a little bit of planning that way.
0: Does the time change ever mess with your routine practice wise?
1: It never did, but you got to turn the lights on. And our practice. I cause, think
0: about that all the time. Yeah.
1: And you know what? I had a, a young coach named Josh Schumacher. Uh-huh. And I always tell him that when that guy's uh, house lights go on across the street on ah. a timer, <laughs> you have to go in and turn yeah. the lights off. And uh, he would always watch for that and run in. And I used to make a big deal right. out of it. And. You know, we used to go into the December, you know, in 16 and Uh, 14 and 15 and guys would put their Christmas lights and lights would come on outside the stadium. You know, our stadium, you have houses all around it and it was always kind of cool. And you make a point to the kids that, you know, we started this, you know, out in this field in June yeah. and, you know, you're worried about heat and you're still striving for the same goal. Sure. And now it's Christmas time and, you know, the things you learn in life, great routines, you know, Mm -hmm. and your habits of what you do is what you try to teach kids and, uh, it, it, it's it's amazing.
0: When you set up your goals at Central Catholic, you're, you're obviously an independent. Mm-hmm. Goal number one's got to be, in my, in my mind, win every game, obviously. We want to get to the playoffs. Then we want to win the playoffs. Yep. I mean, am I missing something there? I mean, it seems as though it would be a lot, I don't want to say more fun or beneficial for the kids, if you could get into a league. Has it ever been approached to you? Has anybody ever approached you and said, hey, we want Central Catholic to be a member of the Federal League. Or anywhere else. Right. Yeah, there's always talk
1: for probably for years. It's certain um, leagues would call and say you guys be interested. But it's, we want it to be a whole school thing. So it's just not uh, a football thing. So sometimes that's a factor. Um, for you, would you rather be in a league? Um, no, I don't think so. You know, it's got to be the right league, the right combination for you. I enjoy playing the teams we do. This
0: is this a Vero thing? Is is no. Bobby Vero the stumbling block that won't let you guys get into a no, league?
1: No, but I'm not going to say it, but Bobby Vero just talked to me about a league a couple See? days ago. And, and, and talking about doing, um, and at least looking into it.
0: And, and so we'll probably ah, look into it, but... I guess it would help out for re- uh, for scheduling anyway, right?
1: Yeah, that's a huge thing for scheduling. And so we have a couple games open for next year that you still look at. And it'll take us probably till the first of the year to get those filled, but... You're right. Sometimes it'd be a little bit more beneficial playing. Mm-hmm. Maybe school's our size. Um, but our programs never did that. Um, you mm-hmm. talk about goals that you have, those goals of winning a state title. That's not an easy goal. Yeah. But um, we talk about that a lot during the off season. Uh Our seniors, I always ask them for goals you want during the season are a uh-huh. lot different. And, and they have different things. They want to get better by the week. And I always tell them, if you get mm-hmm. better by the week, the next goal's obtainable. Easy, right? Right? Next goal's obtainable. And they have certain goals that way. Um and I always think you can have that huge goal in the off season. Mm-hmm. You know, you hang up. We used to hang up the um, the horseshoe. We have a picture of the horseshoe and oh, team nice. running out. You right. know, and you can have um, Tom Benson Stadium now. And this mm-hmm. is your goal to get there and play and win. Um, a lot of times, our kids' goals now is to win the last game they play. Uh-huh. And for us, it's usually you know sure. that would be a big one. So that's always kind of nice. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. The leagues and the and, and who you play and what you play. Mm-hmm. It's got to be the right combo.
0: Obviously, last night was the 78th annual WHBC High School Football Awards Banquet, taking home the big trophy, of course, your quarterback. And talk a little bit about that, how he performed this year. I've known his dad for years. His dad was a Canton cop for years. I don't know if he's still there, but I do know this. He was a player at Marshall. That's correct. And, you know, legacies kind of have a history of following, you know, their dad or brother or whatever. Is Jack Talkington going to Marshall? Hey. You know,
1: there's a possibility he goes there. That's why, it's one of his options. And uh, okay. we, we've yet to decide. He's yet to decide on it. But, uh, yeah, his dad is a homicide detective for the yep. Canton City Police Department right now. What a, a fabulous family. Mother's an educator. You know where you got to start, don't you? Hey, uh, I'm guessing. I think you told me this. Maybe the pub at one time. <laughs> he was my right?
0: security guard.
1: Oh, that'd be a great security guard. What, what a great guy. Jack knows that. Ah, he probably would. Yeah, Jack, we'll ask him. We're gonna. I'll ask Jack on Monday. For Your sure. dad
0: got his start as being my security guard.
1: Yeah, Big Mike. Because I take need care it. Of it. Yeah. yeah,
0: you know how many people wanted to kick my butt over the years. <laughs> I need a security guard today. Why do you think I brought you in instead of Kenny today?
1: Yeah, you're oh, the little guy. Oh,
0: yeah, little oh yeah, Kenny.
1: Yeah. How but do you understand yesterday? that? Hey, he was
0: a master of ceremonies last night. what did you think?
1: I thought Kenny did a good job. You know what? He sees a lot of these players from uh, the sidelines, and uh, told
0: me he wanted to jack you with the uh, the sandwich uh, story. But I, I told him I wanted to one up him one because you know the, the <laughs> keynote speaker was Sean Crable, mm-hmm. Maslin, Michigan, New England Patriot, and he said, you know, I wanted to come out with this joke and say, you know, uh, I worked with him one time and I was really upset with him. I said, no, Kenny, that's not what you go with. I go. Here's how you get Sean Crable. You start off with this. I'm a sideline reporter, and there was a game that they were playing the Buckeyes down in Columbus. And he not only took out Troy Smith, but he took me out too. There you go. And he wouldn't do it. He would wouldn't that do have it. been a funnier joke. I and
1: you know what? That was kind of a big Sean penalty. would have killed him. Oh, he'd have been so mad. Yeah, but he didn't oh, like yeah.
0: that joke. <laughs> he does not like that joke,
1: and he didn't like that penalty either. Which I brought it up with him many oh, a yeah. time. Oh yeah.
0: What penalty? That wasn't a penalty. That wasn't a penalty. Troy Smith claims
1: <laughs> it was a penalty. Sean, come on! I don't understand. The official did right. You got to take it. But, it was uh, awesome. <laughs> that was good. Sean did a good job. He did. You know, fabulous job. And I always like when those speakers come in and have great messages for the kids and he even added the parents Dude's and things it 37
0: was really nice. looks like he could suit him up today he's still in good shape
1: yep yep and i remember when he played basketball Ooh. in our gym boy could he hoop yeah oh boy he dunked on some people he
0: said that's where he got his start he was a basketball player before he really flourished at maslin and he was a late uh starter yes. too Yep, yep fabulous athlete you know Bloomer. obviously
1: if you go to the nfl you're a freak athlete oh god right yeah. and and he was one of those guys but uh it's awfully nice He'd get back in the county here uh, mm-hmm. to talk to the families and the kids. Uh, he did a great job. You know, you talk about Kenny. You know, I thought Kenny did a good job. Yeah. I, I didn't like what he was wearing. Yeah, you know, the yeah. checkered well, the, jacket little... with like a, I don't know. It was he's, a a, he's a
0: throwback. He likes to be a throwback trucker. Yeah,
1: I guess it was but uh, yeah, it
0: You're was You're lucky different. he didn't wear the fedora. I was surprised he didn't wear it. The only fedora I spotted last night was Antonio Hall. He
1: did have a nice one and I had good. mine out. He
0: looked like he's from the 50s this guy.
1: Yeah, he did. He Exactly classy, right. Classy though. Yep, classy. Very. He looked really, really, really good. And a lot of those kids dressed up very, oh, very yeah. nice. They look good. They represented their schools very, very
0: well, for sure. It's a top-notch event. Kudos to the DoubleTree Downtown. I think yeah. we had. They wanted to top it off at like 250, and I know they sold more than that. Ticket-wise, Did they really? Yeah. 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 I mean, it was a pretty much a who's who. Not only the the athletes that are there now, but there was a lot of old school guys that were there too. So when you look at the book, oh. and it's the 78th annual awards ceremony, we're talking about WHBC All County teams, offense and defense. You look at the back of the book and it goes back I believe to like 1946. And when you page through these pages, I mean, look at some of the names yeah. in there, truck. Some of these guys that stand out to you.
1: Absolutely. You know, that's I've been going to this bank for a long time. Yeah. And that's the very first thing I can't wait to go back and look through and see these awesome. names and see people that back in the day, I mean, I, we're talking about Junior DePietro in there. Oh, really? Right? You know, he's in this book. Really? It, it's fabulous. The people that have had many contributions to the county, um you look back, and, it, and we talk about our buddy Timmy Roop's in there. You know, you look at the 1986. No, that's his son.
0: That's his son.
1: No, no, no. There's a brother C-T common T. Roop? Timmy Roop, oh, running they, they, back. They went to the state, though, didn't they? Yep. The 1986
0: Hoover team. Hoover team. You
1: know, Joey The They were loaded.
0: Dupin. Oh, they sure were. And Mark Owens, Joey Dalper, Timmy Roop. Who else is on that team? Yeah, there might be a...
1: Um, Schick? Schick. Scotty Schick, oh, I think, man. was right there. Absolutely. You know, I was looking back at Jim Reckonball, great quarterback. What about... Uh, Andy Logan's on that team, isn't oh, sure he? sure was. 72, maybe? Might be about right. Oh, it's always fun. And, and I think that's one of my favorite things, is just looking back at people that were in there. Um, guys, it, all of a sudden, you know, you coach their kids or their grandkids. Norm DeCola, Bob Belden. Oh, my gosh. You're talking about people like that that's been around. Bob Glacio. Yeah. You know, I was looking at guys like Notre Dame. Wow. um, Terry Garner is a guy that coached me at Timken. is a long-time teacher. Oh, yeah? And he uh, played at Central you know, oh, back really? in the late 60s and uh, went to Notre Dame and played as a running back. And uh, it's, just, it's it's great amazing. to see these people. And, yeah, you're right. Hey, the people back, they had four MVPs back from last year. Yeah, how about that? That Which really mm-hmm. was cool of the county. And I enjoy those pictures and things like that. And Duffy, you always have to do this. You look back, like, since we grew up right across from Fawcett Stadium, how many mm-hmm. times you see All four high schools.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, all city night, that's another conversation. And we talk about that all the time. But you know what's amazing to me is some of these guys like Ronnie Worstel, Rick's dad. He's in his 80s now. And I asked him this question last night because we had heard of guys like Ronnie Blackledge. And these guys were superstar athletes. I don't know if Ronnie transferred. But back in the day, Mike Tony, Kevin's uncle. Yes. I think he went to three of the four high schools. He went to Timken, Lincoln, (laughs) and McKinley at some point in time. And I'm wondering, and if anybody's out there that knows, uh, you can give us a holler at 330-450-1480. Back in the day, could you just simply transfer? I know Timken was the technical school, right? Right, right. O- like whatever a vocational they it. thing. Location. Yes. Could you just pull up stakes oh, and know. just go across
1: the street? You know, I always thought it was where your residence uh-huh. was.
0: Well, you had to test in. At, at You Timken. had to test in at Timken, right? Yeah, right,
1: right. You had to test in back before it became that. But you're exactly right. Uh-huh. But I don't know. i never heard of too many guys jumping around. Oh, yeah, they all did. Once you lived in a spot, like we were Northwest guys, we are layman guys.
0: Yeah. And we well, were all was stuck
1: together. That was it. That's all you wanted to do.
0: But In my mind, I always wanted to be a bulldog, but I loved being a polar bear. Oh, absolutely. And I, this is funny because this is going to be my transition to this. Do you remember the snowstorm of, what was it, 76, 77? Yes. Where we got the like two feet of snow? Yeah. And all they did, now I couldn't remember, and I'm sure you'll know this, when they opened up Lehman Junior High, they opened it up for two reasons. It was either A, there was no school due to the storm, or B, they opened it up when the teachers went on strike. And we would go in there for open gym every day. You're exactly right. For all day long. All day long.
1: We had open gym. I can remember going in there. And I can remember Coach Patton, Mike Patton, and he said, if you're going to be a basketball player, you better change your shot. And he goes, I don't know how long we're going to be out, but I can remember I had like a shot that went over my head, a my arm, yeah. and he said, this is the proper way of shooting and let's work on this. And really? I, I changed my shot during the strike.
0: That's amazing.
1: During the strike. He quote. was there? Yeah, so I, it was a
0: strike. So, it wasn't the snowstorm. No, it wasn't the snowstorm. Okay.
1: I remember the snowstorm just because I got a hat from the reposter. I had a, a, a paper route. <laughs> You're right. And, I, I,
0: and I, was it the 79 or 78? Well, I can't snowstorm remember.
1: 78, I think.
0: All it I remember is like it was two feet of snow. My dad walked to the grocery store. Yep. We had a you know a corner store, 11th and McKinley. God bless him. It was Shaheen Market, 11th and McKinley. Yeah. He walked. I don't know how he did it. He walked down Fulton Road to uh, probably just straight down to 11th Street. Good up. And just went right through and looked for some tracks to walk through. Made it down there. Uh, I never could remember it, but every time I run into any of the members of the Demetro family, they remind me. God bless your dad. He came down so we could get milk.
1: She got milk from that. Amazing. Is that right? Probably walked down 12th Street. Might have had a few car tracks, but you're right. Jeez. That was a big one.
0: We were like Buffalo now. Yeah. Could you imagine? Four feet of snow. I heard it's, yeah, three or four feet already. So they moved the game to Detroit. Tickets go on sale. They went on sale to their ticket holders today but the thing is this and they're gonna again i i printed it out season ticket members they began today at two o'clock members will be sent an email at one with a link and a code to the access for the sale ticket limit is six per count but the thing is this if you're a season ticket holder and you live in buffalo how in the hell are you getting to detroit yeah you can't get out of the city you're not getting there no i saw something
1: last night that they talked about the last time they did this by Saturday, they, in Detroit, they were just giving tickets away.
0: That's what's going to happen.
1: Just come I over think. to the game.
0: I heard today earlier that there were going to be at a substantial discount to a normal NFL game, so I thought you should have brought that sucker here. We could have added at topic. Can you imagine? Oh,
1: and I great. know it's
0: an unfair advantage because the Browns are playing close to home. Who cares? It's, it's another hour. What is it? Two and a half hours to Detroit, one hour to Canton. Bring it here.
1: Should have. That would have been perfect. And that size, that would have been I think maybe there might have been talk from oh, because some people over Mass and maybe they're going to have it at Parma Field. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I told somebody that at the banquet last night. Maybe they'll play the Browns at the Parma, and
0: they all they think that was very funny. But yeah, it's going to be a know. tough one what tonight. About Arlenfield? Arlenfield, what there about Arlen Field? Arlen Field. What about what about the weather tonight for that game? We're yeah. all over the place right now. We're just spitballing. It's uh, Jeff Trucker, Linda Smith in studio for Kenny Rota today on the Kenny and JT Show. What about this game tonight? Yeah, I think it's uh,
1: two really really good defenses. LA lake can play some defense, and Masson's got some dudes that Masson's can play. Masson's
0: loaded everywhere, though, right? Yeah, they're
1: awfully good. Um, running backs, great. Quarterback's young, but um, has a great receiver out there. Yeah, and and Arlen Banks, and I've watched them a couple times late on Sunday nights on Masson Cable. Just to, oh yeah, just can't sleep. Just watch a little bit, and uh well, I know can, why you get can't after. sleep.
0: You're up late looking for that Sasquatch in your backyard
1: all the time. I know all about exactly, it, exactly, exactly. But the eight, um. Masson's awfully good. Yeah. Um, I just think uh, if they get in a scoring battle, the lake will have a little bit of trouble, but lake doesn't mm-hmm. give up many points. so uh, I'm looking forward to watching it. Interesting.
0: What is kick kickoff at 7 o'clock tonight? 7 we'll o'clock. have a pregame for you at 5 o'clock. Kenny Rota up at Parma. What, what's the name of the stadium again? It's Byers uh, uh, Byersfield. Because yep. he said Arlene and I was, I was getting confused. Yeah, Byersfield.
1: Up, you guys Arlen's, ever play there? Hey, I think we have years ago. We played up there. I think it was 88. We played at... Oh, I take it back. We were at uh, Bolton-Wallace. That is not... What's your, That's different. That's yeah. Finney. Finney State. We played mm-hmm. at Finney. I don't think we ever... I've scouted up there before, have, okay. but not played there. No.
0: I don't think it was around when we were in college. I don't know if it was there yet because Berea Mid Park and all those schools would normally play at Finney. I don't know about the Strongsville I don't know where the Parma schools played. So this is... I, I don't know who shares this. I think the field is shared with Ignatius parma one of the high schools maybe yeah. two of them i'm not sure i think you're right and you know when i was there i remember it looks a lot like
1: Fawcett stadium really all cement you okay. know just straight up like the old one it's all right probably, so it's well, been around it was a long there. time
0: i bet it was yeah i'm
1: sure it was, was. fabulous yeah.
0: But it'll be a good ball game if you've got any questions for the coach you can give us a holler right now 330-450-1480 we're going to talk browns we're going to talk Cavs. uh a little bit more things going on today in the media also For those that want to know about the tickets for the Browns and the Buffalo Bills game, Sunday 1 o'clock kickoff at Ford Field, here's what you're going to want to do. And nothing's really set in stone yet, but you can head over to this webpage, www.fordfield.com, all the information for tickets and parking if you need it. Go to that webpage and check back frequently because, again, it's only Friday. The game doesn't play until Sunday, and I think it matters what they're going to do with the Buffalo fans. So as soon as they figure out how many tickets are going that way, we'll know how many tickets are coming this way. Uh, the joint holds 65. I've been there a million times with Ben yeah. Stoffer. Yes, never seen a winning game there <laughs> because I we go to watch the Lions. Lions, yeah, so, exactly right. Yeah, I don't know what to expect, but uh, Sunday one o'clock, it's going to be interesting. Is you know what it's going to be like? It's going to be like watching a Hall of Fame game, don't you think?
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. Just fan base wise, it will be. You know what? You spoke of Ben Stopher? I saw Ben, and he had, he coaches. Uh, I think like seventh eighth quarterback yeah the young the oldest one i think but this he had no, a young group no
0: gabe is a quarterback now freshman i think he was on a freshman team yeah
1: i saw him at the hall of fame uh two sundays ago and he had a team going over <laughs> they're playing in the league and he he had the I guess their team with <laughs> the lions jack of course of all oh, trades. he's, he's a got it going color on color
0: commentator for the high school football games like, <laughs> yes. he's on the board at the hall of fame or you know one of the volunteer groups who knows yeah. what that guy's into. he does
1: it all he's amazing
0: unreal <laughs> We're going to break in right now. We'll come back. It's the Kenny and JT Show with Jeff Trucker, Linda Smith today. Join us. The Roadman and JT on 1480 WHBC.